Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode 14, series 3 of Xena Warrior Princess and of Bard's Eye View. And this week we're going to be talking about Forgiven. But first, exciting news. <laughs> so exciting. Com- coming to you live from our Highland estate. <laughs> we're, we're finally, after three years, back in the same room together. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Back on our bullshit. Back on our bullshit. Highland estate. She does mean council estate, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> and I say our estate. It's not actually mine. Um, temporarily. I'm at, I'm at Wonko's house, friends. Temporary residency. Yeah. Temporary residence card. Um, yeah. We, the RMC union allowed it. So it's happened. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's happened. So this episode and the next yeah. one, because we're going to record two today. We are. Uh, are going to be... Uh, even shitter than normal because it will be very difficult for me to edit because there's only one track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've we've got the the microphone slightly nearer me than Wonka. We've we've done our sound check. <laughs> we think it's going to be okay. So yeah, I'm in I'm in the same room as Wonko. I've been in the same room as many cats, mm. um, and I'm in the same room as the replica Xena sword. Yes. That's, that's, the, that, that's the thing I'm most excited about. Yeah. She had a go at stabbing me with it, to be fair. Um, <laughs> you know, if you didn't want to be friends anymore, you could have said... I, well, I've said so many friendship times. Friendship ended with Wonko. Now Xenosword is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> it works, isn't really, it? Not really. Not really. Oh, It's so, very cool, though. Yeah. This episode's a bit of shit, isn't it? Uh, if only it is... <laughs> There are, some, there are some nice moments in it. I think there are some nice moments like in it. Like one, the bit where she gets beaten up and her face starts bleeding. That is exactly the moment the I, was that I was thinking of. Yeah, that is the bit that I enjoyed. I'm a sadist, though, obviously. <laughs> when, you say, when you say she... I mean, Tara. Oh, good, because the first person whose face bleeds is Gabrielle. No, obviously I didn't enjoy that. Good. I'm not a fucking... I'm not a monster. Let's remind the people what this episode's about. Oh, it's about some wee nyaf. Um, This is going to be a short recording, by the way. It's, only like, <laughs> it's like... Um, it just so happened to have... Co- that your trip has coincided with a shit episode. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, That we've got very little to say about. So we're going to continue trying our thematic approach. Yeah. But we watched the episode last night. Um, and I was like, at dinner, I was like, so what are our themes going to be for this episode? And we were both struggling. Uh, we were struggling quite, quite hard to think of themes. Forgiveness? Oh, do you think it might be forgiveness? Do you think it might be forgiveness with the, a title like Forgiven? I think you it might be. could be forgiven for thinking that. <laughs> uh, and there's, there's your tweet there's for the, this episode. Yeah, there's the tweet. That's that's the tweet. Same tweet. Um, <laughs> that's the only joke that I could. That's the only joke I've thought of. Wow. Um, to be honest, I had to sleep on it overnight to think of jokes about this episode. Um, yeah. So what's it about? It's about some poor abused child who's never felt a sense of belonging anywhere because her dad was a dick. Yeah. Um, and how she wants to take over Gabrielle's side kicking job, <laughs> and she does this. By picking a bar fight with Gabrielle, <laughs> um, slicing her face really quite badly like a cat. Oh yeah, with, with claws and with a cat si- sound effect. Yeah, the sound effects were pretty funny. 
barroom brawl, in- including actual meow, including actual cat fight noises. Yeah. Um, and then Zena takes the girl under her wing. Oh, don't and... don't forget she bites Gabrielle's ear. Oh, she does nibble on her ear. She does not have a little nibble on her ear. Who's not? Yeah. Who hasn't thought about doing that? Me. What? You've never dreamed of nibbling on Gabrielle's shell like you're. Not on her ear, not on her chin. Nothing? No nothing, nibbling? No nibbling. No, you're not a nibbler? I'm not a chin nibbler, no. No. Zena is, though. The cat. Oh, yeah, she is. Zena's nibbled on you since you've been here. You they've, they've all had a they've With their little, little tiny teeth. You know how cats have got those adorable little tiny teeth in between their two yeah. thighs? And they've got these little small little Little ridgy like baby teeth. Yeah, and then they nibble with those when they love you. Yeah. Or when they want salt off your skin. No, she loves me. <laughs> not not as much as your ginger cat though. Oh yeah, Figaro's been mad for you this whole weekend. Yeah. He's been he won't let go. It's my pheromones. Let it go. Well, it's my denim. He likes denim, doesn't yeah, he? It's denim. <laughs> yeah, it's the denim. It is the denim. But that, neither of us really wear denim, but it is his favourite surface for lying on. That's denim as in my jeans, not as in Denim, the uh, cologne for men, very popular in the 1970s. I don't wear that. Um, that went flying right over my head. I know. Because I wasn't born in that decade, as you know. I do know that. As you know. Um, we have some elderly listeners, I think. Do we? We have listeners. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, it's a, it is a good thing that we make this podcast for ourselves. Oh, yeah, completely. <laughs> really? <laughs> this is 100% a vanity project. Yeah. <laughs> I logged into Podbean last night yeah. to update the auto the automatic tweet that goes out mm. with the episodes and it said you could be you could make up to $2000 a month <laughs> on your podcast and then uh, small print if you average 2000 listeners and I just burst out laughing like I was going to say so given that we have what 35 30, listeners 35, something like that something like that how how much do they need to contribute each for us to make that kind of money a lot <laughs> I could do the well, maths but I've got or oh, I've got the the pinch count on my on my yeah. calculator well know. we'll we'll send out an invoice <laughs> to each of you individually yeah. <laughs> at the end of the season <laughs> Oh my god. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to each and every one of you. <laughs> oh man. Right, so Yeah. Yeah, Zena takes it under her one and the, and they're supposed to be um they're trying to get back a MacGuffin, a magical MacGuffin, the Urn yeah. of Apollo. Uh which is just a big jug. Um well, it's an amphora sort of thing, except it's got a flat bottom. And and also, it's been Pinterested to within an inch of its life. Yeah. It's got mosaic, it's got it's gold paint, it's been got... upcycled like fuck. Yeah. Someone should be selling it on Etsy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... Oh, there, like... there's my next project, to make a replica yeah. urn of Apollo. Really shit bit at the beginning. Yeah, where they did a where they did a sort of like flashback to how the urn got its paint got it that got it its paint job paint job, and it's like a bunch of fucking cat. Oh my god, a cat's just what jumped up on the thing. See, I can't edit this podcast. That's the thing, right? There's only one track. <laughs> this is uneditable. I can't delete that fucking cat noise. It's not even Xena. It's not even Xena. It's the wrong. This is the wrong show. When we it's make wrong... a Voyager podcast, you can be on it, Jamie. Yeah, okay? it's the wrong fandom. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so really shit, shit few minutes at the start just made no sense and looked really cheap. And it was crap. a lot of filler. I think they needed 180 <laughs> seconds of filler. Uh, so the beginning was that. Yeah. 
Do you, do you think maybe they had to cut out some extra violent bits of bitch fight, bitch slap? Oh, I want to see that on the cutting room floor then. I want, yeah. <laughs> I want them to release release yeah, the Gabrielle cut. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, so this urn, mm. basically, the urn gets, is used in very, in, in like some ceremony of forgiveness, right? Hence yeah. the title of the episode, Forgiven. Now, basically, it is ancient Greek Catholic confession. You go, you say, I'm not going to be bad anymore. And they say, you're forgiven for being bad in the past. Yeah. Um, don't be bad anymore. Mm. And then you go away and be bad again. And then you come back the next week and they say, you're yeah. forgiven for being bad in the past. Yeah, you get a season <laughs> ticket. Like, yeah. yeah. So basically, it's con- it's a bit of confession mixed with a bit of Ash Wednesday. Of communion. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, because uh, Ash Wednesday, you go up and they rub the ashes on your forehead and they say, um, for dust thou art and unto dust thou shalt return, which is very cheery. Cheery. Um, and <laughs> and at confession, you go in and say, bless me, Father, uh, for I've sinned. I'm a real bad girl. I've done all these things. I ate a sausage on a Friday and everything. I am and will remain a lesbian. Yeah. Well, I'd, I've never confessed that. Because I, I only, I've only ever confessed things that I thought were wrong. Lol. Good take. Um, That's a good so... take. <laughs> what I like about this show is you, this uh, this podcast is you learn a bit about um, <laughs> TV franchise and fr- franchise in the franchises in the nineteen nineties. You learn a bit about Greek mythology and a lot about one cause religion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, they get the urn back. Like Tara helps them get the urn back, uh, yeah. but she sort of double, triple crosses a bunch of different people because she's a bad girl. She is a bad girl. And you know what's the worst thing about her? Her hair. Her fucking hair. Oh my god, this hair! It's the mullet of all mullets. It's so bad. This is one of the worst wigs they've had for any character, isn't it? I'm what if it's, it's not a wig? wig? What if it's what the if actress's it's hair? Shuri, what if it's Shuri Appleby. Oh. That's the actor. Should we write to her and find out? Yeah. Dear Shuri Appleby, <laughs> when you were on that first episode, because I, I was wrong last week when I said she was a one and yeah. one. Yeah. She's actually a recurring character, or she's she going to recur one more time. She will be back. She will return in season four. Oh. I think she's. So I think she's less annoying when she returns. It's. It would be impossible for her to be more annoying. <laughs> um. I. I've got negative feelings about this episode because when I was a kid, I fucking hated this episode because Gabrielle was my favorite. She was like, she was my ride or die, and this little bitch was really disrespectful, and she also Big hurt time. Gabrielle bad, and she stole, uh, Gab- she stole Gabrielle's place by Zena. Like she, <laughs> she literally just got in her bed. Anyway, so we were going to talk about themes, I guess, right? They get yeah. there and back, and then Gabrielle and Tara, who have by this point patched things up by means of extreme violence. Yeah, that's a good scene. The good scene when Zena le- Zena leaves Gabrielle and Tara alone so they can work out their problems. In other words, she lets Gabrielle have a free shot yeah, to have... beat the shit out of a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have a number of scenes where Gabrielle and Tara are left alone. So in the very first um, scene where they're left alone, it's in the tavern and Tara just starts flinging gruel at, at Gabrielle to try and get a rise out of her. Yeah. Um, and then initiates this bar brawl, and Gabrielle gets pounded to fuck, doesn't she? I mean, not like that. Um, <laughs> pounded in the butt. A Chuck Tingle book. Um, 
yeah. Let's do a Chuck Tingle episode. Yeah. (laughs) She gets fucking wrecked, man. Yeah. Wrecked. And and you're kind of watching it going, come on, Gabrielle, you've got your little fighty stick, famously. Yeah. And we've we've seen you, you know, take on... I mean, she could have. She could have. She could have kicked her ass in the bar, but at least at the beginning, she was really trying not to hurt her. Yeah. And that's the thing. She was not, like, in the second fight where Tara got her ass kicked... Yeah, and we, we like, have a we have a few scenes in between that where Zena goes off and says, You two stay there and Tara does not stay there. Yeah. Um so so we have some squabbling mm-hmm. kind of scenes. But but yeah, the, the really the kind of uh, highlight of the whole episode is Gabrielle just letting loose. Yeah. And kind of kind of knocking her back. Stay down <laughs> Tara does not stay down. No. <laughs> No, because she yeah. feels like she deserves being beaten up. That's how her father showed affection oh, after man. her mother died. Oh man! Oh, the sad bit about her mum, the trauma. Yeah, she. Oh. Uh, so her, her mum died when she was four, uh, and and this is this is she confesses this or lets all this out after Gabrielle's beaten her to a bloody pulp. Yeah, uh, she's sobbing in Zena's arms and and says. Yeah. And, and the men were there. I was saying, get up, mommy, get up, mommy. The men are throwing dirt on you. Oh, yeah, what an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I, I, listener, I, I feel like this episode is much more incoher- incoherent than normal. Yes. So I really hope you've seen this episode, otherwise, this makes no, all of this makes no sense. Yeah. Anyway, so, anyway, at the end, Gabrielle and Tara go and get their little Apollo doodad because they need to be forgiven, right? Yeah. Now, what you need to understand here is that the Apollo urn is a 100% placebo effect. Oh, yeah. Right? And I was just saying this. Uh, essentially, uh, the Apollo urn works to help you forgive yourself for yeah. your past misdeeds so that you can move on, right? So you can move on with your life uh, and not, like, feel so guilt-ridden about the past. Yeah. Um. And it's essentially like if you're if you've got the placebo in a a blind study, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> right. So at the end, the the, the sort of sort of semi oh, semi important bit is that Zena refuses to get her to apply for forgiveness. She refuses refuses to apply refuses to, refuses to apply in triplicate for forgiveness. Yeah. And Tara's like, doesn't she want to be forgiven? And then Zena walks off looking pained and tortured. Yeah. Um, and I was like, see, Zena's like me. She's t- she's not thick enough to believe in the placebo <laughs> Yeah, that shit doesn't work yeah, on me. Right? So I was, I've often said, I wish I was thick enough to believe in the placebo effect. I wish I was thick enough for it to work. Um, because like, all but these like... I, I, so I don't think gullible is the same as thick. <sighs> Isn't it though? I wish someone could bop me on the head and then one day I could believe in all these woo things, you know. I volunteer for Essential that duty. Oils. Reiki. Pass me the, the <laughs> pass me the Zena sword and I will bop you on the head with gusto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So yeah, Zena doesn't Zena knows that just asking to be forgiven is not enough. But this is see theme. Yes. This is a theme. That it goes through the whole Xena series uh, about Xena knowing that just asking for forgiveness isn't enough, or that you can't ask for forgiveness, you know. And, and yet, like, and yet, this is the woman who sang and escaped from Illusia by singing 
forgive me and find out that you will be able to forgive yourself too <laughs> so but that was for t- that she was asking for forgiveness from the person that she actually harmed whereas with this thing don't you want to be forgiven what for all your past misdeeds for all the people you killed who you can't ask for forgiveness you know like you can ask to be forgiven from someone you've hurt and they can forgive you that's cool but she can't ask for forgiveness because all the people that she harmed are dead. Is the point. You are so not going to like the final two episodes of season six. <laughs> I already know I'm not going to like them. I've never <laughs> seen them. I've always refused. Yeah. I've always refused. Uh, yeah. Well, I, know, I know I'm not going to like we'll, them. We'll revisit that theme in, in three, uh, years in three, time. Se- three seasons' right. time. Yeah. I suppose it'd be more like 18 months' time for us by the time we get there. Yes. Oof. Oof. <laughs> anyway. So, is that all we've got to say about this episode? Um, well, I, I think we've kind of touched on something there because there is there is all this stuff about forgiveness. So, Zena and Gabrielle have been through the rift and they've kind of mended things in the land of Illusia. Uh, it is. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> we've we've mostly been singing songs from Bittersweet since, since I've been up here. Yeah. And applying it to everyday yeah, occurrences. Applying it to everyday occurrences. How could you? How could you? It's your fault. No, you're the one to blame. <laughs> right, carry on. What were we saying? <laughs> <laughs> My mug lies broken on the floor. Oh, <sighs> it's the cat's fault. Literally, Zena. Yeah, Zena is, is the one to blame. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've so we've been through all, all that. That's about um, coming clean and uh, confessing and exposing lies and asking forgiveness and forgiving yourself and finding out that you will be able to forgive yourself too. <laughs> so we've had all that. We've had um, a little bit of what was the, what was the last episode? There was something about one against the army. Oh yeah, so they've kind of you know we're we're all cool now yeah. and. We're all about the old forgiveness yeah. business. We are. And um, so here we are. They've, they're still kind of fresh out of that. So you have to imagine this, there's maybe still some raw nerves. Raw edges. Yeah. Um, and as soon as, as this wannabe turns up, um, Zena's... What I think is really interesting about this, right, is Gabrielle's understandably pissed off with this brat because she's just um been slashed and clawed and yeah. bitten by her much as i have been by several cats this visit actually i haven't they've been really nice to me this visit <laughs> um so so gabrielle just can't be doing with this brat so let's send her packing on her on you know on her way and zina's like no 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 she kind of reminds me of myself and mm-hmm. uh she, she wants to take her under her wing and um and this is so much in opposition to, at the beginning of season one, or probably even season two, it would have been completely the other way around. Yeah, it would have been. Zena would have brushed her aside uh, and got rid of her. And Gabrielle said, no, we need to, we need to, you know, help her. And I'll, I'll sit by the campfire and talk to her. And it would have been about talking therapy and all that kind <laughs> of stuff. And, uh, and those roles have switched because Gabrielle was like, ah, I'm not standing up for this shit. Yeah, absolutely. Gabrielle's yeah. Gabrielle's hardened. She has. She's hardened over the course of this of this season, hasn't she? Yeah. Um, and we saw a bit of this. It reminded me a wee bit of how she was in, um, oh, which fucking episode was it? It was a it was a doppelganger episode again. Yeah. It was a it, she was, 
was it oh I can't remember what it was Meg was involved was it the first Meg episode anyway she went nuts in a she went crazy in a dungeon yes and like really psychotic wanted to beat people to death but Joxel was in the dungeon at the same time, so. but yeah it's that energy yeah yeah that that sort of energy yeah. she uh, though she be small yeah she be fierce no though she be but little whatever she is fierce well, I've got a degree in English. I can't let you misquote Shakespeare on my podcast. So I'm willing to test that theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Gabrielle's changed, but I think, you know, she sort of softens towards Tara after she beats her up. A very important note here. Gabrielle invents the game of charades. Yes, that's very good. That's and a good scene. Yeah, yeah. She's she's funny with the com- physical comedy there. Yeah. yeah. So... That's about it, though, isn't it? I mean, of all the themes that we've got, right? Forgiveness, Gabrielle's, Gabrielle's, in hardening. In fact, I suppose that's the theme because, like, wait two episodes and you'll see some more of that. Okay. The hardening of Gabrielle, right? What's in two episodes time? We got when in Rome. Uh, okay, yeah. Right. Not because obviously Roman shit's going to bring back some. I hope this yeah. doesn't. I hope this doesn't. <laughs> awaken anything you know um (laughs) yeah yeah and if you remember what happens in that you know gabrielle is a bit gabrielle has a bit of character development yeah (laughs) if you want to call it that (laughs) um and um yeah so i guess this is the you know we've got a few i guess we've got a couple of filler episodes ish yeah like this one it's not quite a filler episode but like no so i think it does show that character development both for gabrielle and Zena and there's yeah. also some stuff with Tara I think about this this theme of forgiveness in that she's she's kind of looking for redemption but she doesn't think she deserves it and there's a lot of self-sabotaging yeah she it. does do self-sabotage so, not that we know anything about that sort of so thing. through <laughs> <laughs> so throughout the episode Tara starts by just being a little bitch to try and get rid of Gabrielle so a she she doesn't you know, she she's mm-hmm. not studied GCSE psychology yet, has she? No. Um, <laughs> and then and then she's saying, "Well, like, I know you're here to recover the urn of Apollo. I know where you can find it. I can tell you where it is." Yeah. Um. And then throughout it, she it turns out she knows where it is because she's part of the gang that, or she's the girlfriend of the douche that stole it. Yeah. Um. And there's a lot of toing and froing. Is she helping Gabrielle and Zena? Is she, um, kind of doing doing the dirty on them and is she a triple agent yeah and i yeah. don't i'm not sure that she knows no i don't think she does or or does she like same thing is um if if the idea was to double cross them if, if if that was always the idea like what was the point of any of it what are you doing there like yeah. you know so yeah. i think that maybe there's a she's been pulled in two directions cuz she thinks she's in love with this guy with good te- the only mon in the the only guy in the in the gang with good teeth and yeah, that's got, because he's got to kiss her and he's he got good hair her. yeah relatively speaking good hair and good teeth yeah and so yet he think, doesn't get redeemed we so think he's going to he turn would, out to be a goodie exactly so you'd think he would become a goodie but he doesn't. yeah but no it's because he has to have a kissing scene with this actress and like you can't have her kissing some gross i guess toothless weirdo yeah um uh, and like, I think it's a bit gross because I'm sure. I mean, I feel like she does feel like she's about fourteen. 
Yeah, it, you know? it does. It does feel like, like that. She's her, her whole attitude. Like I work with teenagers, as you know. Mm. Uh, her whole attitude is very, very bratty teenager. Yeah, right. And like <laughs> Cena and Gabrielle's um, differing parenting techniques. <laughs> like you can imagine what it would be like if they'd raised one of their kids together. Mm. Like who's the bad guy? Who's the good? Who's the fun dad? You know, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and who's the one making you do your teeth and yeah. go to bed early? You know, Mum's Net Gabrielle comes out a bit, doesn't it? Does a bit with it the painting technique. But then after <laughs> after after Tara has the the tra- the flashback trauma about um, the men throwing dirt on yeah. mommy. Um, Gabrielle softens, and then 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 we go to this charade scene, and it's yeah. it's really cute, actually, isn't it? And then the three of them bunk up together. Yeah, and yeah. Ta- Ta- Tara in the middle, like like she's coming in the middle of the night. Going, Mommy's, I can't sleep. Mommy's, I've had a nightmare. And then the whole like, good night, Gabrielle. Good night, Tara. Good night, Zena. Good night, Tara. Good night, Argo. <laughs> good night, John boy. You know, it's, it's like very it like that. that. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, so I guess, but I mean, I still, I still don't really like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. I've had an, I've I've said enough about it. How about you? But, well, I I feel like we're shortchanging the listener. Uh, I don't think it. we are. I think they're enjoying our banter and the uh, and like how much fun we're having here recording this live. <laughs> I hope so because we because we are having, we're having yeah fun. we're having a great time, lads, and we're going to watch the next episode now and then immediately record another episode <laughs> just like this. So if you enjoyed this chaos. And completely unstructured piece of shit. Then you're <laughs> gonna really love I, next week. I feel like I had more to say, but I'm being very firmly steered to not saying it. And I, and obviously I mean, because it's no. Carry on. I mean, like fucking say it if you want. I won't interrupt. I'll just sit back and listen to you, and then at the end I'll go, uh huh. Right. What's the score? Well, obviously I've forgotten what I was going to say. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think. I think. Um. You're good. Good lady, good, your good lady wife. Uh, oh. Her insight is worth repeating because we didn't. She I think we were expecting to talk more about Tara's awful hair, which is oh yeah, basically a mullet with a lot of you know quite a spiky mullet, a lot lot of um, product in that. Yeah, and also and like braids and beads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so um, those of you who are old enough to remember Kajagoogoo, which is basically just me, I know. It's she's kind of like a a black haired Nick Beggs, the, the bassist with the, the, the terrible hair. Right. Um a but, flock of seagulls. No. No, not as bad as them. Well no, just just different. Okay. Different. This is flock of seagulls on top. No, because no. no, it's very spiky. Oh, it's yeah, like okay. like it's like top half Lamal from Kajagoogoo, bottom half Nick Beggs from Kajagoogoo. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but but black. But um, as as your as your as your wife said, um, kind of got a bit of a Joan Jet mm. vibe going on there. A bit Pat Benatar, a little bit of Susie Sue, maybe even. You reckon? Yeah. I don't know who these. I don't know what these people look like. Well, the people who. I mean, I don't. I don't. I've heard. I've heard of all of them. They're people who've got um, black spiky hair. Okay. Um. We were going. Oh yeah, we were going to do like a. <laughs> I, I suggested like top ten worst Xena wigs. But we couldn't think of ten. We could think of Gregor, King Gregor, King Gregor, very bad hair, 
Zena's smarmy ex-fiancé that for some reason Gabrielle fancied. That was really bad hair because King Gregor kind of had a little bit of a bouffon and the little yeah. circlet and the long... So again, a kind of swept back mullet yeah. with a circlet. But the the ex had like a Clearly cropped, a number one. Like a number, number two or something, or, yeah. yeah. And then a long and, hair wig. And then a long hair wig with a little circlet. That was horrid. That was really bad. Um, there was, so there was that one. Uh, Solon, similar sort of thing. Very bad and long hair keep, wig. keeping it in the family. Hope. Yeah. And hope to very bad hair. Um, yeah. But of course, God love her. <laughs> <laughs> same, thing with Sa- t- same thing with Tara. Exactly the same. You know, she's poor. Your hair bleeds for her. She's no other sorrows to seek. <laughs> That's going to be my new catchphrase, by the way. And and there, there's something about she she's not had a she's not a mammy to look after her. God bless her. <laughs> she's not a mammy to teach her to do her hair. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, that's that's certainly true uh, for Hope and for Tara, and yeah. in fact for Solon. And for Solon as well. Yeah. So that's his problem. That was yeah. his problem. Was there any, I, th- I, th- I couldn't think of any other worst hairs, but I really think oh, Tara was some... the worst hair. I think yeah, Tara is bad. the worst hair we've seen. And like combine it with her fucking annoying personality. But it, it kind of fits because she's, she's trying to do this bad girl thing. So it's a little bit punk and her, you know, she's all in black. And it's, she's not a goth, but she's kind of punky goth vibe. So I think her hair is um, a visual representation of what little shit she is. Are you saying it's like all symbolic in the mise-en-scene? No, that's kind of twaddly. Kind of twa- twatty thing that I would say. <laughs> it is. Ugh. It is. Right. Anyhow. Five out of ten. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and all five of those points are for Gabrielle beating the shit out of her. No, four of those. No, no I'm going to give it six. Five points for Gabrielle beating the shit out of her and one point for Gabrielle for inventing charades. I was, I, I'm was. i going to stick with my five and change it to four points for Gabrielle beating the shit out of her <laughs> and one point for Gabrielle Well, I was going to say that, but I enjoyed the, the, the bitch slapping so much. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give it an extra point. So six okay. for me. So 5.5 is the bird's eye view of Forgiven. Yeah. Let's see if we can maintain that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can maintain this level of excellence for our next, next time uh, when we will be talking about King Kong. But first, we're going to go and watch it. Yeah, we're going to go and watch it right this minute. <laughs> so we'll see you next week. <laughs> and I'll see you in about 45 minutes. Surely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!